Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Steven as we go over all the action from the divisional round. It uh, was some of the best football, probably the best football weekend of all time. I'm a little down right now because the Bucs lost, and I think Tom Brady might be retiring. I really hope that's not the case, but uh, I'm worried. I'm concerned. I'm a concerned fan of Tom Brady's that I really hope that's not the last time I see him and Gronk on a football field together. Um, They've brought me so much joy over the course of my life, and so I really hope that they do at least one more season. I say at least. I really just want one more season, right? I'm selfish. Uh, I have a bad taste in my mouth after that defeat. What a comeback. He almost did the Falcons again. It's crazy. I I love Tom Brady, okay? And uh, it it means a lot to me that that I still get to watch him play football week in and week out at at my age and at his age. I mean, I couldn't believe... I wrote my, I've said this story before in the podcast, but for newer listeners, the first paper I ever wrote in college in English 101 uh, was the definitive argument for why Tom Brady is better than Peyton Manning. This was when Tom Brady had three Super Bowl rings, hadn't won anything in a decade, um, the 07 season heartbreak, the 2011 season heartbreak, and then that was the year they beat the Seahawks. And if you would have told me that when I wrote that paper that Tom Brady would have more than doubled his Super Bowl ring total and still been playing when I am now 25 years old, I would have slapped you in the face. I would not have believed you. And yet he still is. Had another great comeback today that was thwarted from um, a terrible play call from Todd Bowles on the defense and uh, and great execution by Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. So um, no blame to the Rams there. They played their ass off and uh, they almost choked the game, but they won it. So I'm just upset that that might be the last time I ever get to watch Tom Brady play. So it's a little somber podcast uh, intro here. Uh, it, it was a great week of football, though, right? I can't, I can't be a hater and just just focus all on that game. We had three other games. All four games were came down to either the last last second field goal or an overtime touchdown to win it. So one of the best weekends of football you will ever watch in your life, and uh, I don't know if we're ever gonna get something like that again. So okay, I'm. You'll listen to the podcast. It's already recorded. This is the intro before the podcast. Um, It's a fun episode. Steve and I go over all of the games. We talk about what the losing teams do from here uh, in terms of, you know, what do the Packers, the Bucks, the the Bills, and the Titans do headed forward? Do they run it back? Are there massive changes that are going to happen? Hint, hint, probably in Green Bay, maybe in Tennessee more so unlikely in Tampa and, and Buffalo. But yeah, it's a fun episode, longer intro than normal. Sorry about that. Just be grateful for Tom Brady, okay, for, for all these years. It's just, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense that he's still playing at this level. If he would have completed that comeback, I, I was, I, tears, tears in my eyes. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Here is Steven. Hello, Steven. How are you doing? Good, man. Space pasta. How are you doing? Doing uh, not too great because of uh, Tom Brady losing, but... Uh, we made up for the pretty bad week of football last week. You know, this was, <laughs> I don't think you could, I honestly don't think you could do better than this week. Every single game had a walk-off touchdown or walk-off field goal, right? Every game with zeros on the clock, the winner got decided. So, um, yeah. I mean, or, or in overtime, right? But, um, what a, what a week of football, every game seemed to be better than the one before it. And, uh, it's unbelievable that we are now down to our final four and, uh, I don't think a lot of these teams we would have predicted in there, or uh, actually maybe 50%, right? So we're down to the Chiefs, 
the Bengals, Joey B. I really love Joey Smokes right now. <laughs> the Rams and the 49ers. And so we're going to talk about all those games. I guess we'll go chronological from uh, the most recent to the uh, to least the, recent. Yeah, the, the least recent. And by the way, that uh, Titans Bengals game feels like it happened pre pandemic. I, that feels so <laughs> long ago. It's been it's been like it's been like 28 hours that game feels distant that feels like week one of the season with uh what we've seen the last the other three games so. yeah especially with the bank with the bills chiefs game felt like i just watched six games at once with the the, the changing of the scores it's insane well everybody if you're wondering where benny is he found himself back in Rio. <laughs> he actually bet i kid you not here okay he actually bet the rams and the bucks to win today uh, he somehow lost both those bets because he had one of them tied to something else and it missed by one point. He had, I think, the unburned went over by one point. The man had a had a doozy of a week. He's found himself back in rehab. Uh, he'll probably be back picking with us. I don't know what Benny's problem is, but we'll get to the bottom of it. He probably shouldn't bet no more. Speaking of betting, I actually had a kind of an even week because of uh, I hit a few teases and player props. I missed on most of my games, though, just straight up, like betting like uh, – I bet, I bet Bills plus one and a half. I bet Bucks minus two and a half. I bet uh, Titans minus three and a half. So I missed on three or four, uh, but the player prop saved me and on a few teasers. So uh, just to get just to be uh, open with you all, I had a pretty even week. I think I'm up twenty five bucks. So it's like I didn't even bet at all. But the, you should have seen the amount of money I had on these games. It would you would I did bet a lot. But it's, I'm happy to be even with uh with with all things considered. Okay, Kansas City Buffalo. Um, this game had what was it, like twenty five points in the final two minutes or something like that. It's insane, and we got near perfect games from both Mahomes and Allen. Uh, you hate if you're a fan of the Bills, you feel cursed, right? This is just a continuation of the curse from the '90s, uh, where you think this game is won. Uh, you have 13 seconds left and you, and you screw the pooch. And then the overtime happens, you don't get the ball and you, you already know the result there. Right. I think, I think uh, I was talking to somebody on the phone watching this game and we were both like, as soon as that uh, coin flip was decided, we're like, yeah, it's game over. <laughs> game over. Yeah. And it was, so I don't really think we, the, I don't think the first three quarters really matter here. This was a fourth quarter game pretty much, but uh, I would just say, let me bring up the stats real quick because I should, I should have those handy. Um, you know, Josh Allen had probably these last two weeks. I don't think there's a better quarterback in, in football over the past two weeks. And he doesn't even find himself in the conference championship. Football is a harsh sport. That, that's what I have to say. It's, it's just insane that uh, you could put up the numbers nine, of Josh nine Allen. touchdowns in two, in two games. Yeah. And, never have a turn i don't think he had a turnover in either game um and this game so let's bring up the stats here yeah josh allen 27 for 37 320 yards four touchdowns had 68 yards rushing uh some amazing runs there mahomes 378 yards three touchdowns had 69 yards rushing nice uh took some big hits on those runs it all came down to the fourth quarter though and everybody listening to this podcast i'm sure watched the game I don't know if we have to really go over like, wow, play by play on what happened. Yeah. Just a ton of quick scoring. Um, you have, you, you take the lead, you get the two point conversion, 13 seconds left on a fourth down convert. It was a fourth down conversion. I think. Yeah. yeah. And 
amazing. Gabriel Davis, by the way, give that man some money. I mean, geez, Louise, eight catches, 200 yards, four touchdowns. That really might be the best receiving uh, game in playoff history. I'd have to look, but I, that, it would be hard to beat that, right? You feel like that's up there? It's got to be. I'll look it up when you stop for a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you have 13 seconds left. Uh, the Chiefs have – Do they have? I think they have two timeouts. You kick it out of the end zone. That's mistake number one. You should squib that, make them take four or five seconds off the clock, and then they only have one chance to the end zone. Instead, now they have 13 seconds from their 25. Still very improbable, but – they didn't attest for Leslie Frazier to call one of the most cowardly defensive schemes in the history of, of sports. Um, he drops everybody into coverage 25 yards back, give Tyreek Hill 25 free yards in five seconds. Does it again on the next play? Travis Kelsey, 25 free yards in five seconds. Now they have three seconds left. They kick the field goal. And, you know, for a guy that is supposedly getting coaching looks, head coaching looks, he just lost himself a potential job, I feel like. You, you cannot... You cannot do that in that situation. It's just, it's just mind-numbing. You have 13 seconds left. Make them take the shot to the end zone. Oh, God. I, it just is annoying when coaches out-coach themselves. They like, they're out-maneuvering themselves. A key play earlier in the game that the Chiefs had, uh, a third and one. They put their second-string tight end behind, under center, and they do like a, a pitch play to a running back. Why is Mahomes not touching the ball there? Now they ended up winning the game. So nobody will remember that play, but it's like, stop being dumb. You got like Andy Reed, Sean McDermott, you guys are good coaches and you have good coordinators. Frazier's a good coordinator. The uh, is a good coordinator. And uh, Dable is probably the best coordinator in football. And it's like, they continue ac- across this entire week. It felt like the, I was frustrated at the coaching more than anything. The games were amazing, but there were so many boneheaded mistakes and it, uh, it really, it really was alarming that that you're this good of team. You're getting head coaching looks, and you're still making these mistakes. What did you think about the idea to a kick it out of the end zone and b play uh, prevent defense when you only needed forty yards? I don't really mind the kicking it. I, you you would think you would squib it, but I don't know. But they gave Kelsey so much room each time. Like all he had to do was like you know he's gonna throw it right away. Like, their announcers were saying and he all Kelsey had to do he didn't have to even do any moves he just cut in and he was wide open speaking of the announcers I think Tony Romo had like four or five orgasms during this game yeah he was he really salivates watching 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 some good football he wishes he could be out there (laughs) he misses it he misses the thrill um yeah man I don't know the Chiefs are really good again again um I think they should have lost this game Josh, like the Bills were built for this. We talked about this all week. They were built for this team and they just let it down at the end. They, the offense clicked and then people are talking about the over, that'll be the main talking point. So we could do that. The overtime rule changes. I don't really care if they're changed or not. Um, Probably will be more entertaining if they are uh, in games like this, especially, but I don't really care. You know, it's, it is what it is. They had, they could have stopped them in the, um in the regular time they they could have gone for two on one of those touchdowns earlier they could have uh you know actually played defense and not just seceded that you're, you're gonna get the you're gonna get the field goal anyways we just don't want to keep you out of the end zone they couldn't i um god yeah i don't have a problem i'm usually that. like pro like change rules to make it more entertaining 
and I'd be fine with them changing it, but I actually don't mind this rule <laughs> for some reason, because yeah. it's just like if you, if someone get it done in the regular like time of the game to do something to stop them, and they could have done something to us not, like it seemed effortless, like everyone knew, like I felt like after I saw that screenplay, I was like, yeah, it's over. It's done, so. Yeah. It was, because I was like, they're not stopping that. When they had time, then they're just going to walk in. And they basically did. God, I just really, I just really can't believe it. I, I thought the Bills were going to win this one. And when they had the 13 seconds, everybody's doing that whole, you know, Mahomes inevitable thing. This is the truth. And I'm not even, I'm, not, I'm, the, I'm a constant Mahomes hater on this podcast, but I'm not even trying to be a hater here. Zach Wilson could have had the offensive reins for that last 13 seconds. And if they play like that, he's going to get those yards too. I have no clue what, what the defense was doing. It just is, it's insane. You watch that. You knew after that first play, you think, okay, they call a timeout after the first play. And they're like, okay, let's, let's re, re reconvene. Nope. They, they play basically to where no matter what, they're going to be able to get the yards needed for a field goal. I can't, I can't believe it. And then before that they played on the long touchdown to Tyreek Hill with like a minute 20 to go uh, these they're scored so fast they were playing um they're playing too high man and they just let Tyreek Hill go over the middle pretty much unguarded I I don't know what they were doing in the, the end maybe they were just gassed but it's just they played good they played well pretty much all game and then both defenses collapsed at the end and the one that collapsed last was the one that didn't get the ball in the in uh, overtime so um great game by Mahomes Great game by by Josh Allen. Uh, I would like to just say, I re- I won't forget when we talked about it last week when I said it's very 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 alarming when you have Josh Allen doing the rounds around the stadium with "We Are the Champions" playing after beating the Patriots. Uh, it's a divi- it's a wild card victory, and uh, turns out they're sitting on the same couch the Patriots are. It's probably a different couch. They're in Buffalo. Patriots are in Boston, but you know, they're both home. So uh, better luck next year. I'm not a Bills fan. I actually wanted them to win this game, though, because I, I just like the Chiefs more. So that's how my rooting goes. I don't actually – I'll tell you who I'm rooting for this next week, though. It's called uh, Joey Smokes. We're riding with the Bengals, okay? Now I don't think they're going to win, but God. Okay, anything else from that game? Did you look up who had the best uh, postseason game? Yeah, uh, Eric Moulds. Ah, the, the famous Eric Moulds, 1948? 1999. What? He had 240 yards on nine receptions and one touchdown. He played for the Bills as well. Oh, only one touchdown though. Do you want? Mo- That's the most touchdowns. I guess someone who the only other person on this list with like the kind of yards that Davis had and touchdowns was Tom Fears in 1950. So I don't think that one really. That's right. So you know Tom Fears. <laughs> okay, yeah. Then Gabriel Davis had the best receiving uh, playoff game ever. I'm I'm, I'm gonna yeah, go. Yeah, because he almost had he. I mean, Derek, Demarius Thomas doesn't count for Denver, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get rid of that one, RIP. But uh, yeah, 20, 25.1 average. He still has the ninth most yards ever in a playoff game, though. Who does? Think, uh, Gabriel Davis. I think okay. ninth was that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, ninth most, probably most touchdowns. I would have to look at that, too. Almost highest average. Yeah. So I would say that's probably a, an all-time game. Unfortunate loss. And then Stefan Diggs only had three catches for seven yards. Yeah. One sec. Ty wants me to join the face. I'm not joining that shit. Um, <laughs> that's an instant ignore. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
what I'm saying is it looks like, and I'm not, it looks like the chiefs are going to be in this position for a long time. The AFC is stacked going forward and uh, you have Mahomes, you have Josh Allen, you have Joe Burrow, you have Herbert. If they ever get it together, uh, you have Lamar, right? He's had, they had a down season, but he's, he's still in, he's obviously still in. Um, Mac Jones, I know that he's not the level of quarterback those others are probably yet, but the Patriots still are the Patriots. Um, you have uh, maybe Rodgers coming there. We're going to talk about him in a little bit. So uh, it's going to be fun when we talk about him, but it's going to get very dark in about a second before we talk, before we talk about him. Uh, AFC is going to be is going to be very exciting for the next couple of years or for the next decade, right? We got a lot of young talent. The league is filled with talent and uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun going forward. I think. Okay. Anything else from that game you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think you covered most of it. Okay. A sad game, the game that broke my heart, uh, <laughs> the Rams bucks. Uh, God, I thought that game was over so many times and it's insane that they actually were in position to, they were like in position to win the game. Uh, they were the favorite at that, at that, at that last point. And then again, the defensive coordinator screwed it. So I just want to say something real quick. That might be Tom Brady's last game. There's been rumblings that he's going to retire. And if he retires, Gronk retires, that might be his last game. That might be the last time we ever seen Tom Brady. I'm not going to lie. Had a few tears in my eyes. I'm not kidding. I um, actually, I almost was like hyperventilating when the Mike Evans touchdown got scored. Okay. That was one of the most beautiful passes of his life. They were down seven. I couldn't believe it. Then they got the fumble. Um, God, he almost did it. He did do it again. He made, he did the comeback that he did against the Falcons. It's unbelievable that this guy does this. He has a deal with the devil that doesn't seem like it's ever going to run out. Now they lost the game. Uh, They got, the offensive line was terrible. This offensive, this defensive performance from the Rams reminds me so close to the uh, game that the Broncos had against them in 2015. That's, that's fine. Cause when I was watching this game today, I was like, God, this team reminds me of a better Super Bowl 50 Broncos team. Like yeah. better quarterback. I think better receiver, better running back uh, uh, on par defense, but with a way better, I think I think I would take Aaron Donald in his prime over Von Miller in his prime, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Outside. Yeah, I would take Jalen Ramsey in his. Well, Jalen Ramsey is is in his prime, so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just insane. This team just reminds me of them a lot. Like they they can move the ball at will, and their defense is dangerously scary. Yeah, and I just can't believe that the that the Bucks came back, and I'm watching the highlights right now. Brady just gets pummeled, pummeled, pummeled. And they still have a they, they have a legitimate chance to win. And then Todd Bowles does maybe the worst call in the history of football. And I I there's a lot of them out there. You can pick through a lot, but in this situation, all the momentum's on your side, and you call a zero blitz, lining up the best receiver in football in Cooper Cup against a safety man on man, where you're not making that play as a safety. You could be Ed Reed, and you're not going to be better than Cooper Cup in that situation. I just can't believe that. And I, I, I was pretty mad. I was pretty furious, but I didn't yell. I, I was calm. I just was, I just sat there and I was like, I cannot believe that just happened. This comeback just happened. Um, all the momentum's your way. And you totally just fuck it because you call a dumb blitz against the quarterback who is best against the blitz all season. 
Matthew Stafford against the Blitz was by was by far the best quarterback this year. Um, and in terms of EPA and completion percentage. And I can't believe that's how the season ends. And it's just so it's just so Todd Bowles. Uh, he risks it a lot. Sometimes it works. Uh, you just gotta rush four there and drop people into drop people. And God, I, I might that, that one that one's furious. That one made me furious. And I really hope that's not Tom Brady's last game. I don't think it's going to be. I think he's going to play next year. I have the hunch, but this was the first time he was non-committal about it, which makes me worried. I think he's going to come back, but I really don't have many takes on this game besides God, Todd Bowles. Why'd you call that blitz? And also, Oh my God, don't, I hate doing the ref thing that I do too much. Sean Hockley is the worst official in football. There's a good chance he calls the NFC championship game next week. He is riding the coattails of nepotism uh, so fucking high, and he's so bad. He called a flag on Brady for getting in his face and yelling not-so-nice things to him, he said. And Brady was mad because he had a bloody lip from being helmet-to-helmet. They call a dead ball foul on a Mike Evans play where where the whistle hadn't been blowing yet, so I don't know how it's a dead ball foul, number one, okay? And then also... What type of rule is that? That you could just fucking decleate a player on fourth down and you're basically not penalized, right? You could take somebody out of the game pretty easily and it doesn't even affect your team. You could start 15 yards further back. What is that rule? Yeah, that's weird. Does, does that not extend to the QB? If the if the if the pass is incomplete, can you just not take out Brady's knees? Would that not be rough? That would be rough in the passer, right? It wouldn't be. Well, I don't get it. I don't get that rule. I'm watching it right now. It's literally on my TV right now. Just uh, there's Mike Evans, Eric Weddle blasts him. The whistle gets blown. Then the flag comes out. I'm like, ah, no, no worries. And every time Sean Hockley calls a uh, a penalty, he takes all the time in the world to announce it. He thinks people go there to watch him. He's the same same official, by the way, that did the Cowboys Raiders game on Thanksgiving. I think we remember that one. That was one of the worst officiated games in the history of officiating. I think there was like 20 penalties called. Um, God. Really hope that's on Brady's last game. That's all I'm going to say. Because he still has some in the tank. He had one of his best statistical years. Run it back. There was a lot of of stuff that happened this year that was, you know, injuries to Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown going clinically insane. You don't have your star right tackle now. Injury luck's injury luck, right? You don't know if any of that's going to be back next year. Or people get hurt. Don't know what their team's going to look like with their cap situation. But I can tell you this. He's still has stuff in the tank, obviously. And I think he should go one more year. And uh, I would feel a lot better if he does one more year also. Because I got, got kind of blindsided by the Schefter tweet last or at 3 a.m. saying he has, he's muling his decisions. Please, Tom, don't retire. Because I can't. I, 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 dude. That's the last time I see you. I was watching. This is my last point, and then you can talk. I watched those last four minutes when they're down two touchdowns. And I just, I I put my phone away for most of it, right? I took it out at the end, but I put my phone away and I just watched because I was like, these really might be the last few, uh, few passes I see. So hope it's not the end. Come back one more year, Tommy. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that's probably those rumblings. I bet at the end of that game, though, if he was like 50-50 on it, I bet he'd want to come back one more year. Oh, yeah. Also, also, it's probably just like 
a terrible loss when you feel like you you were right there and you almost had it. You probably just is pissed off. God, that fucking pe- God! I can't believe they zero blitz and put Cooper Cup one on one with the safety. I can't believe it. Great play call. Ooh. Yeah, no, this this game though, like the entire time, I was like, they're gonna come back. I actually like was fully guaranteed. That I felt like Tom Brady was gonna come back and win this game easily, and he could have, but he can't play on defense too, unfortunately. I don't think he'd be that good of a def- <laughs> that good of a defensive back. <laughs> they put him out there playing safety. I'll tell you this. Oh God, he he could beat a body recomp. I feel like he would be able to do that. <laughs> I uh, man, I just don't get that. How do you call that defense? And did you hear what they described it after the game, Stafford? It's like a four, they called it a for the love of the game route because it's a BS route. You're not throwing the ball there. You're running that route to create space for routes underneath. Yeah. Well, by the way, Cooper Cup had like 183 yards today too. Yeah, I see that. 183 yards. He's just. I think he's. Uh, I think that was like. I think he's like 14th or 15th all time <laughs> receiving yards yeah. in a playoff game. He's a cheat code too. I just don't get how you can allow that to happen. You can let anybody else beat you besides the best receiver. It's like. We're going to talk about this game in a sec, but the last Aaron Rodgers throw, uh, he shouldn't have thrown it there. He had a wide open Alan Lazard over the middle, but he threw it to his guy, Devontae Adams. But the Niners had him in double cover or double double uh, double team. So, God, that game's going to haunt me for a long time, especially if that's Brady's last game. I sat there uh, on my couch basically like motionless for emo- – emotionless and motionless. I was like a statue <laughs> for like probably 15 minutes, and I just was like – I couldn't, I, I couldn't do it. And then I watched the press conferences. I got, I'm scared. I'm scared, Steve. I really hope Brady doesn't retire. I don't want that to be the last time. And I want Gronk back too. One more season, one last ride. Do the last ride. I think, I think they can win the Super Bowl next year. Call me crazy. And I also think they're the only team in the NFC that could beat, um, beat the Chiefs if the Chiefs make it. So it looks like the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, which just is a dump, literally just like I'm taking gunshots, right? Yeah. One in the chest. Not in the heart, though. It's just in the chest. So I'm going to recover from that. A, a knee shot. Uh, my forearm has got a bullet wound in it. I got my ear clipped off a little bit, a little Van Gogh. God, they're putting me They're putting me out to pasture, Steve. Yeah. But World War II just kicked off, and you, you hear the call of honor. <laughs> God, okay. I'm, 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 very, I'm very sad about that game because I really think that We've done this before. I get on a soapbox about Brady. To do what he did and to do it again, the Falcons game in this game, it's just not real. And we'll never see this again. This, I'm in, I'm in a discord for sports betting because I'm a degenerate and everybody's shit talking me because I shit talked Rogers last night in it because they're all like, Rogers is still, and everybody's like, nah, Brady, the, the look at the Bucks now, look at Brady's playing worse than Rogers, all that stuff. And I was like, just wait, okay? And guess what? He did it. He brought them back. God, I cannot believe it. And I, I'm going to sound like a little, I'm going to sound like a crybaby, but I just, we, we, I th- as a collective country, we have taken what Tom Brady's done in football for granted. This will never be done again. And uh, I really, I, I've said it a thousand times. I really hope he comes back one more year. And I, I, listen, I won't do this next year. Okay. I won't be like, I hope he comes back next year. I fully expect if he comes back next year for it to be his final season. 
And I'll go into that season expecting that. Don't rip the bandaid off now, Tom, that you're not going to play again. Don't be, don't come out with the press conference in a week saying I've muled my decision. I'm going to we're gonna go off in the sunset, spend some more time with my family. I love your family, Tommy. Okay. I love Giselle. Um, don't do that to me, please. And you know, if he retires, Gronk's gone. And then Gronk's going to do the same thing. And it's just going to be literally ripping the heart out again. Don't do it to me, Tom. Don't please. I beg you. Okay. On to better news. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about that? No, I think that, that game was another just it was a catch-up game that they just didn't quite catch up. What a game, too. That was great. That no bad games this week. Yeah, thankfully. Um, God, if if, <laughs> if the Bucks would have won that, I would have been in such a better mood. <laughs> God, it's insane yeah. how it's insane how bad my mood is because of because of because of literally one play. I guess two it's, plays. It's, it's it's crazy though. Like um, if the Bengals do win next week, which I'm not. I don't know if I'm picking them, but they've been looking good. Is that we could have like quarterbacks we haven't seen in Super Bowls, like two two quarterbacks going against each other that we haven't we've never seen like those people play in a Super Bowl. I would love a Bengals Super Bowl. I really like Joe Burrow, so I would not be uh, I would not be upset about that. But I know it's I'm being it would a, be crazy in Burrow's first full year that he makes a Super Bowl. Oh, believe me, if, if, if he starts doing some non, if he starts winning stuff, I'm going to become a hater very quickly, okay? <laughs> yeah, because people are going to be like, if if Brady does retire this year and Burrow's coming, like, oh, is he the, is he the, is he the new guy? Oh, God. Even though just, they have completely different play styles. <laughs> yeah, I just, God, I cannot believe this. They if they would have won this i think they would have easily beat the niners the, the only the only thing that will hurt more for you if this happens is if the chiefs win the super bowl it would that would upset me but i'm expecting it now i would say they're probably the best team i would say them and the rams are the best team left i think I, the 49ers can win though i think the 49ers have a better chance of winning than i think the Bengals do but i i think the rams overall are the better team i agree I agree. So I would like a Chiefs Rams Super Bowl. Like if I was picking based on what I think would be the best game. Chiefs Rams, yeah, I agree with that. God, a buck up. I would much rather have Tom Brady against Mahomes again, though. But you can't get it. So it is what it is. Okay. It's moving okay. on. We never got a we never got a pay in <laughs> Tom Brady Super Bowl. So yeah, we got a lot of AOC championship games though. Uh moving on. San Fran, Green Bay, Saturday night. <sighs> I hate to say it, Steve. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I don't like doing victory laps on, on my things. I, yeah. I hate to say it. I think you so, took a victory marathon on your Twitter. <laughs> oh, I was very happy. And honestly, yeah, it does knock a little bit of the a, a little bit of the happiness out that uh my my uh Tom Brady got knocked out. Yeah, like I uh, duh. But here's the thing. This is now how many years? How many years do we have to see? Aaron Rodgers come up short in big games before we call, uh, you know, a spade a spade. He, li- listen, he leads his team to a touchdown first drive. Okay. Looks great. That first drive looks amazing. He stinks the rest of the game, except for a 75 yard throw to, or a 75 yard um, pat- pass and catch to Aaron Jones. He has 25 yards in the second half or 28 yards in the second half. I actually had the same game parlay that almost hit that had Aaron Rodgers over. I can't remember the yard count, but he went into halftime. He was eight yards away from it. And I was talking to my friend and he's all like, 
Oh, that looks really good. That's going to definitely hit. He, that barely hit, actually, that part of it. Now, I lost because I had Jimmy G to throw at least one touchdown, which did not do. Um, the, the story here is Aaron Rodgers, right? This is probably his last game. He actually did do the last right thing with Devontae Adams. Um, they're $44 million over the cap going into the next season. And um, obviously the cap doesn't exist, right? But <laughs> uh, they actually have some serious problems. They have to, Devontae Adams is a free agent. They're going to franchise him. So that's going to be 30 million or 23 million, 30 million, something like that for him. Uh, they'll definitely do that. And then either keep him or trade him. Aaron Rodgers is a question mark. I don't know how long we're, or why we've done this for so long, though. It's really became an annoying discussion because you have people out there that have said so long that I'd take Rodgers over Brady. You give me if you give Belichick Aaron Rodgers, they're winning the same amount of Super Bowls. I don't care about an analytics or st stats, by the way, which are very close, right? It's not like Aaron Rodgers just thrashing him and Tom Brady's this glorified game manager. Okay, they're very close. What I care about is who has an actual mentality to want to win football games. And Aaron Rodgers does not. When they're losing, he never walks up and down the sidelines amping people up. He's just a little hermit, little uh, pissy diva who thinks the world revolves around him. He thinks everybody cares about what he has to say. Nobody cares, Aaron, okay? You have a platform because you're a great quarterback, but nobody gives a fuck what you have to say. And here's the deal. Let me ask you a question. So, Aliens come to Earth. Okay. They have a football team. The fate of the world is decided by one football game, and you can either have Brady or Rodgers. You're not taking Aaron Rodgers in that game. Ever. I'm taking Michael Jordan. He's done it once. He can do it again in a different sport. <laughs> <laughs> the Monstars. I, I just can't. I don't know when we elevated Rodgers past Peyton Manning or Joe Montana. Let alone, let alone having him in the argument. Yeah, with Brady. I don't like. I don't like that all these new guys just get to skip Peyton Manning, or yeah. even some of these guys aren't even past Eli Manning. Yeah, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has not been to a Super Bowl since "Born This Way" from Lady Gaga came out. I think the number one song the last time, or the the only time he's made the Super Bowl was "Grenade" by Bruno Mars. I looked this up. I'm pretty sure that's the accurate yeah. song. And now he's doing. Now he's doing Silk Sonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was before Silk Sonic was a thing. It was before Bruno Mars was a huge star, right? That's like, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that was like his first. I, I might just be, might have just been the first song I heard, but I, I'm pretty sure that song got him like big. Just the way you are with uh, with Bob, I think was the first one. Just yeah, but that's Bob. No one likes him. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers likes him. They both probably think the Earth's flat. Um, Bob for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers too. I need a podcast. Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie. Come on. That would be, I would actually listen to that every week. Yeah, but it'd be so annoying. <laughs> These people that think they're so smart, but they're idiots. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers. Just like us. <laughs> I don't think I'm that smart. That's know. true. I think I'm pretty. No. I think I'm decently smart, but I'm not going to speak on like things that I have no idea about. I'd say the, the nicknames for Aaron Rodgers have been amazing. Rush Lambeau, uh, Throw Rogan. It's just great. I'm so happy he's out. I can't stand him. And it's year over year. And I do this every single year, every single year for literally since we were in freshman in high school, every single year I would do for, for like six years straight, I do my preseason prediction. It'd be Packers, Patriots, Packers, Patriots, Packers, Patriots. One team lived up to that a whole bunch. The other team didn't make it once. And 
I don't know how many times he has to choke before, like I said, we call a spade a spade. He loses big games. He is not clutch. He doesn't deliver when the stage is the brightest or when the lights are the brightest. It's, it's time to be real with Aaron Rodgers and say, hey, he's a really good regular season quarterback. He just is a failure in the playoffs. And guess what? He might go to your Broncos, Steve, and you'll be happy about that. But unlike, Pey- unlike Peyton Manning, who lost some really good playoff games against teams that were better than him, Aaron Rodgers loses to teams that are worse than him all the time in the playoffs, all the time. Most of his playoff losses have been to teams that he's been favored over. And I'm just saying, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers on my team. I think he, he keeps you afloat as like a, a, he's a pretend contender. He's a way better version of Andy Dalton. That's what he is to me. Great stats, regular season, great regular season guy. You want him there in the playoffs, close game. You're probably losing. I'm sorry. That is who he is. And he did it again to a team that literally had no offense, whose defense, who has some of the worst cornerbacks in the NFL because that injuries all over that secondary. And yeah, I guess what? The special teams choked it for, for Green Bay more than Rodgers did. He put up 10 points and seven of those were in the first five minutes of the game. So he led, he led two other drives into the 49ers territory. One of those was a made field goal. One of those was a blocked field goal. What are we doing? Yeah, it's not too great. I'm, but if you had Teddy Bridgewater on your team, you'd, you you would buy one Aaron Rodgers. Maybe. I mean, I think with Aaron, would you rather be the Packers over the last ten years or since Aaron Rodgers started, or would you rather be the uh, the uh, the uh, Giants? Right. You have a lot of years of mediocrity and shit, but you have two Super Bowls. Yeah, I'll take the. I'll take the two Super Bowls. I'll take the one Super Bowl. You you take the one Super Bowl over Rogers, or you take Rogers oh, and the one Super Bowl? No, over I just mean I'd rather just have one Super Bowl. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying would you, would you rather be would you rather have two Super Bowls or one Super Bowl? But you're always in the mix, right? With the Packers, you're always in the mix. Oh, uh, I'd rather be a dumpster fire and win two Super Bowls. There you go. That's all I'm saying. That's I rest my case. That's basically what I'm saying as well. Uh, the guy gets drafted on draft night. You know why he slipped? You know why he wasn't the first pick? His haircut. His attitude. Ah, that was close. His pre-draft thing is he's a diva. He only cares about himself. It's been this way since he was in college. He gets drafted. They're like, what do you have to say about uh, the 49ers who took Smith over you? He's like, it'll be the worst decision they've ever made. Well, now he's lost, you know, four playoff games to the 49ers. I saw that tweet. They're like, we didn't even draft Aaron Rodgers, and he gave us three wins already. <laughs> and the thing is, he's probably leaving. I went on the Packers subreddit last night. One of the funniest things I've ever been on. They all hate him. They're all get out of town. We're sick of you. You do this every year. And I just love it because it's all people coping and then actually coming to the realization that their guy isn't Tom Brady. And this podcast would have been a lot more fun if Tom Brady would have actually completed the comeback and won that game because you know Rodgers would never do that. But alas, I'm half happy, half sad. I just... I just don't get what the what the appeal is with Rodgers uh, in the playoffs. He does this every year, and I, I that's why I stopped picking them. That's why that's why I've quit picking the Packers to really go deep um, the last few years because I just don't see it with them. I never I they they do this every year, and eventually we're gonna say, you know what, this is who they are. Um, are. Before we move on to the next game, unless you have anything else to say, our Super Bowl picks took a hit. 
the only player with a player remaining or team with a, me is you <laughs> with the Rams. So your Super Bowl champ's still alive. Um, yeah. My Tampa Bills pick is dead. Benny's Tampa Bills pick is dead. Um, wow. Rough, 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 rough. Okay. The game that seemed to have happened uh, a decade ago, Cincinnati, Tennessee. I do not know how Tennessee lost this game. They sacked Burrow nine times, which is a playoff record. Nine times. That's a lot of sacks. Yes. And uh, the reason they lost, I mean, I, could, I said I don't know how they lost. I can tell you how they lost. Ryan Tannehill threw three picks. His first pass of the game, his last pass of the game, <laughs> and uh, his first pass of the second half, right? Wasn't that what it was? Yeah. That was, that was all those. <laughs> and that's how they lost, 1916. And uh, honestly, there's really – I feel like we're going to talk – we're going to do that in a second, actually. We're going to say what, what teams do from here, the, all, all the losers. But um, Tannehill was bad. Bringing Derrick Henry back, I think – I don't help. think it was a good decision. I, I, I mean, hindsight's 2020, right? It's all revisionist history there. But he – was not moving fast. He looked like Gronk running the ball. Okay. That's not, that's not a very uh, good thing for <laughs> running back to be moving like robot man and uh, Gronk, but he, but then the thing is they have to force feed him, right? Because they have him there. And I don't think the coaches noticed quick enough that this is not a good Derrick Henry. This is just a very, um, it's a very, very limited Henry. And what do you have? Let me, Yeah. 20, 20 carries for 62 yards, you know, uh, not the best. Uh, not great. Not great. Yeah. And gosh, I don't know. I'm just, this game, this game feels so ancient to me that I, <laughs> I barely remember it. Honestly, I was getting I've been, I've been pretty much on a, uh, what's it called? A, a, a bender of the last three games that this game feels so far away because I was riding the high. I was on the magic express after the, after the 49ers won. Uh, of course the, the massive come down of the last two games has kind of a uh, stoked some, some sort of a, uh, you know, memory loss is what I'd say. I have a friend, not, a, not a friend, but like somebody I play tennis with who's a massive Bengals fan. And uh, I'm going to see him on Wednesday. So I'm, I'm excited because I, he's going to be so happy. He went, he, he bet, he bets money on the Bengals and stuff all the time. So God, the Bengals were in the AFC championship game. Can you believe it? It's quite impressive. Uh, that was a great game too. I, that was as much scoring as I would like to see. This is probably the least exciting. Uh, actually, no, I like this game more than the Packers 49ers game. Never mind. This okay. is probably, yeah, I like this one better. I think the Packers 49 is my least favorite game of the, of the weekend, okay. which isn't saying much because I think that game's still better than basically every wild card game. Yeah, these games were so good. I can't stress that enough. I think this might—I mean, we 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 recency bias alert, but uh, I feel like this is one of the better divisional rounds we've had in a long time. Oh, I can't think of one that's better. Like, yeah, I, I mean, you could we can I can go look. I'm, I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through every divisional round. No, this has to be yeah. it, right. Yeah, if it it feels like it. Because yeah. I'm not someone that's like that like sit down and 100 percent watch every game. And I basically did that this time. Like sat down. I was like, oh dude, this is a great game. Mm-hmm. It was it was 
this week was amazing. And I didn't know how we were going to top the the Rams Bucks game, and then the Chiefs the Buff Bills game was the best game of the weekend. Yeah, it, it kind of was like a crescendo all the way up. You know, it like it never came down. I was assuming that 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 uh, Bucks Rams game was going to be by far the best. I think it might have. I think it depends on what you're asking, right? Like, I think the um, the last okay, so the the last five minutes of the or last three minutes of the uh, Bills Chiefs was probably the highest level of football. Um, but overall, that game was actually no, that game was probably better than the the Bucks Rams overall because the Bucks looked like shit the first half, you know. So yeah, so yeah, I. I don't even think like if you swapped the games that the Rams Bucks would be better. Cause I think sometimes that would like help Oh, the final game thing. Yeah. But I don't think that one would have helped. The only way it would have been better objectively to some people would be if, if Tom Brady did complete the comeback, <sighs> then, then it probably would have been a better game. But I, I, I still like the, even if that did happen, I think I still like the, the Chiefs bills game more. Yeah, I like just because I don't, I didn't, I didn't care who won that game. My favorite game of the weekend, game. San Fran Green Bay. Okay, <laughs> no, honestly, like my favorite game was probably the still the Bucks game. I just love watching Tom Brady play quarterback because he's never done. I still can't. Uh, again, and this is a little aside before we move on here. The officials in the Chiefs game, the Chiefs Bills game, they were fine. They did not call many penalties pretty evenly fair game they let players hold sometimes um they let a few like little late hits happen sometimes but that's good if it's both ways the titans Bengals fair the green bay um the green bay san friend game was okay there's a few few questionable calls and a few few questionable calls and then and then the bucks game you have uh sean hockley get him out of the league man He's so bad, and he's. This is now the third game he's been the uh, head official that he's just screwed. You know what other game he did that I didn't think about? The Seahawks Rams game earlier this year. Where do you remember where they didn't call PI on such clear PI on DK? Oh yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah, that was the same officiating crew. Yeah, that's the yeah Sean Hockley. They they combined okay. crews, but he's he was the head official. And yeah, I usually just go off whoever's the head person. That's I, that's just their officiating crew. <laughs> yeah, listen to this. Listen to this, okay? This is my final my final take on on um on this this entire uh, Bucks uh, game. Um, okay, here's what he said. This is what Sean Hockley said after the game. Referee Sean Hockley via pool report on the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on Tom Brady. He got in my face in an aggressive manner and used abusive language. As for the hit, we did not think that it rose to the level of roughing the passer. <sighs> He was literally bleeding. Tom Brady's mouth was bleeding. And he threw a flag on Brady for saying a mean word to him. Oh, poor baby. And you're an NFL ref, man. Get better. Be better. And I just, I, I don't know. Now, I don't know if that decided the game. One could make the argument it did. But that's yeah. not, not going to be the story. Because what, what actually happened is they made the comeback anyways. And they zero blitzed on a down. You should not zero blitz. So. Not going to really complain about it too much. I'm just like I'm. I'm literally just sick of um, officiating crews in every sport. It's just so. It's so clearly corrupt. They choose. It's so. It's so subjective. It makes gambling not fun because if you're on the team getting uh, getting fucked, you know, it. You see from right away, and it's like maybe maybe you have blinders on when it's 
teams you're betting on getting the bad calls and you're not looking yeah. at objectively. Maybe that's the case, but I don't think it is because I'm not even like I'm not here mad that I lost money on the Bucks. I lost a lot of money on the Bucks actually today. It was a, I was very high on the Bucks minus two and a half. Had a lot of stuff on them. I don't mind losing the bet. Like I'm not like that that upset about that. I'm mad that the Bucks lost the game, um, a lot more than losing uh, losing some money. But I'm just I just hate that officials continue to do stuff that impacts games where we're not buying tickets to watch you. We're not turning on the TV to see you, man. Like I hate, I, but they think they, they think we are like, they try to be stars. They, they act like they're an integral part of the game. They're not. I'll tell you this tennis got rid of line judges. Okay. Football should be able to do this too. Tennis is not a high budget sport. Like football is it's so much better. There's no more BS calls that you have to challenge in, in tennis. They have everything Hawkeye on the court. It's called, Football should do this. The spot of the ball, um, penalties should not be so subjective that everything is holding, but you can only call it sometimes. You pick and choose. I can't do it. I can't stand it. And I, I mean, like, it really makes me consider not gambling, which is probably good. But I mean, seriously, it's like, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of having officials screw games. Like, how is this legitimate? This should, these people should be under constant surveillance and investigations for, for uh, you know, doing some uh, nefarious so things. <laughs> yeah. How can you, how can you actually watch Sean Hockley call those, these three games, right. That I, that I've mentioned and say like, mm, yeah, you, this is all good. This is all good. Mm, I don't know, but that's it. I'm, I'm done off my soapbox there. Um, okay. Where do these teams go from here? And then we'll, uh, do a, a Dougie out of here. How about that? Um, okay. Let's start with the Titans. Let's do, let's do reverse order. Now, Tennessee. Um, I, I thought about this actually after they lost. And I actually, I really thought about that today after the uh, Bill's chiefs game, because mm-hmm. you're kind of in purgatory for the Titans, right? I think you're in purgatory. If you don't have one of these young QBs and I threw Mac Jones in there, but if he doesn't, if he's not better next year, like if he's still in the, if he's still at that, he needs to take a leap, right? If he, if he takes the leap, which I, which I'm assuming he does, cause I have blinders on for the Patriots. Um, then I think he's going to be in that conversation, but he can't, he has to be better. Um, if you don't have one of those young quarterbacks though, I don't know if you're going to be in contention in that, in that conference, unless you get a Rogers, right? If you, if you add Rogers to Denver, maybe they're in there, but I don't think like call me crazy, but I mean, I don't think you should go to the AFC West. I think that'd be a, it's a gauntlet there where we're going to talk about the Packers in a sec. So never mind. But it's if you don't have a young QB. So what do you do with Tannehill? He just had a really stinky game. Um, yeah. I don't think Tannehill's that guy. Yeah. It, he's had some amazing he's, numbers over the last few years. Like, he's Kirk Cousins now to me. Yep. Yep. Honestly, <laughs> I hate it. But I agree. Yeah, which is bad because actually I like Tannehill. And like if he came to the Broncos or something, I would be like the static he joined the team. But I don't think you're getting anything better than Kirk Cousins of the guy. Yeah, and I think you can win with Kirk Cousins. I think you can win with Tannehill. I just think that you need I don't think you're going to the Super Bowl with Tannehill or Kirk Cousins, though. Yeah, you just what you need is you need like a perfect team around him, right? Yeah. That's you need team. like uh yeah, like what the Broncos did was Super Bowl fifty had like the best defense. Yep. a long time and it didn't matter who you threw out there you were gonna win <laughs> yeah exactly and so and no team has that besides like the rams but yeah. the rams have amazing offensive weapons so anyone could be good 
Exactly. And Tennessee went 12 and five. They're in a, I think Indy is a good, a good team. Actually, they, they really choked at the end, but that's it there. They had a bad start. If they would have started fine, if they would have went like 500 or like one game over 500, I think they would have made the playoffs easily. Yeah. Um, Indy is fine. Houston depends on how the Deshaun Watson thing works out. I think even if he's back, I still don't think they're that good a team. Yeah. Or Um, they trade him, they might get like a great haul, maybe a good defensive player, kind of like what the Steelers like did. So let's, let's see what they do. And then Jacksonville, um, We'll give you we'll give you the mole again for the Trevor Lawrence year. Yeah, we'll do. give you we'll give you like three years before we care. Yeah, let's let's see more next year. So Tennessee's probably the early co-favorite to win this division next year. It's them and Indy. I think Indy is right there too. Um, I just don't know if there's anything higher than this. This this I'll t- this is a good a good uh, example. I think I think this Tennessee team reminds me very very closely to those um, Minnesota teams over with case keenum and now kirk cousins right i think that kirk cousins thing is exactly spot on i do believe that if you have the right roster around a kirk cousins or a Tannehill, you could win a super bowl um i just don't think that that's i don't think the titans can do that over the offseason i don't know how they're i'm not going to look up cap situation like i did last week just because i realized right after that it really mean it's meaningless right there's no you can circumnavigate that so easily how do the chiefs have what they have. How do the Bucks bring back all 22 starters, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, Money spent. But I don't know what they're going to do. There has to be, they need moves to be made. Um, AJ Brown's a stud. Derrick Henry, if he's back healthy, is really, really, really good. Um, Julio, good, but still like he's never, he's never fully healthy. <sighs> the defense is fine, right? It's, I just don't know what it was. It was Tannehill lost in that game. Tannehill and Derrick Henry having a bad game lost in that game so um maybe you just say yeah. let's run it back this it was a one-off it's one bad game it happens but i mean if your window i guess is next year and that's it but as i said i don't yeah. i think like you have her yeah you have people ascending i have i put them in the same category like there's always these the teams that sh- do really really good like in the afc and then they kind of dissipate and i always think it's like a three-year window like look at the jags like, yep it was two years there's other teams like the broncos that was two that was like three years like teams that like kind of build it up but then eventually it's going to fall because they it's not really built on a lot of young players or a good defense like it's going to get blown up this isn't a team that's going to stick around so i think they have to i think they literally have next year so i don't know who they add but Mm -hmm. i agree i agree i like mike rabel I think, I think he's, he's well, yeah, he's one of the best coaches. One, not like the best, but I would say he's probably like a top five coach in the NFL. Pro- probably, probably going to win coach of the year. Um, one seed, right? When you, <laughs> you lose your best player, but uh, yeah. yeah. And Derrick Henry was at twenty percent max. Yeah, he did not look good. Okay, Packers. Now we kind of talked about this. Aaron Rodgers is either I think he's unretired actually. I think I really believe that. I think there's a better chance he retires than Tom Brady just for for what it's worth. Um the reason being is this. I don't think there's a better place for him to go. Okay? And he did that he did the interview where he's like I don't know, we're going to take some time. Uh, I don't want to be part of a rebuild. I don't think it's a rebuild if you stay in Green Bay um because again, they can really mess with the cap. If Aaron really wants to stay in Green Bay and not have to be a part of a rebuild for sure, take a pay cut. 
you can, you have a lot of money and, you know, I'm not advocating for that. I can care less if he does or not, but he, he can control his own destiny there. Right. If he really wants to be, if he really wants to win a Super Bowl, play on a smaller contract. Right. Like, mm-hmm. If he actually cares only about winning, there's really nothing stopping him from doing that. He's going to make a lot of money post NFL career when he's like, you know, getting the Spotify bucks being the co-host with Joe Rogan. So, um, but that's one thing. That's the domino that has to fall. Now I have a, I have a pretty, I have a Packers fan that's, that was talking to me. And I, what I think they should do is I think they should, if Rogers isn't going to retire, they trade Rogers to wherever he wants to go. Cause he has like that veto power. I'm assuming it's going to be a team like Pittsburgh or Denver, um, et cetera. You're going to get a lot for him for, for that. Devonte Adams, you, you, um, franchise tag and then probably move for a first rounder i don't know i don't know who will trade for him i doubt it will be the team that gets aaron Rodgers because i know that he he says he wants to play with Rodgers. good luck finding somewhere that actually has the cap for that okay that's going to be 50 million and two players on an already established team so if you're looking for that you're going to be going to um you know jacksonville or something a team with no cap or with all the cap room in the world but that doesn't fix their problem so if you're going denver if you're going if you're going pittsburgh if you're going one of those one of those type of teams um, I don't think you get both. Um, or you keep Devon or you franchise Devontae Adams and you keep him and you have him to try to develop Jordan Love. And if Jordan Love sucks, okay. Now you're gonna have draft capital and you'll be able to get a QB in the next draft. And next draft's gonna have a lot uh stronger QB class. So um that's what I do. I think the defense is good on on Green Bay. The special teams. You fire the coordinator last night, okay? You, you, like, he can't be there anymore. And you probably get rid of Mason Crosby. He was terrible all year. Um, God, that, that special teams is bad. So uh, it's a phase of football, right? People don't consider it that. But we see year in and year out, teams that have bad special teams typically don't make the playoffs. And if they do, they almost never make it deep, which is exactly what happened with, uh, with Green Bay. Yeah. So you do, you do all those things. I think Green Bay still has a... People like people are like the windows closed, the windows closed. If Rodgers comes back and Devontae Adams comes back, I don't think they win the Super Bowl. Okay. I, I'm adamant that I think he's a choke artist, but I do think that they could still win the division. I think they're the, in the worst division um, with the worst competition around them. I would, um, I'd pick them next year to win the division. I don't think they can win a Super Bowl. So maybe he moves on. I think he might retire because I, I, for him, is there a better situation than Green Bay? Would you do you think Denver's better than Green Bay? Like a, a better situation for people to throw to and stuff, and a, and a more ready to win in that AFC? Or do you think it's Green Bay? Because I think it's, I think those are the two options. I don't think there's a third like that actually would make sense. Yeah, no, I, 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 I I'd actually, I, yeah, I'd probably agree with you. I, I think, I think Denver has more weapons, but no one like Devontae Adams. No one even like. 70% of what Devontae Adams is. So I don't think so. I think their defense is a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can't really look at stats for the Broncos defense when they're literally on the field like every <laughs> five minutes. Um, so I think the defense is a little better, but they're younger. And yeah, I, if I could, I, would I say that they would win the Super Bowl if Aaron Rodgers comes over? No. So that would mean they're in the same situation as the Packers. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a, a place you can go that's better than, than Green Bay. Yeah. And I don't think there's a place like set up like how the Broncos were when Peyton Manning came where it's like, we, we, we just kind of need that guy and we'd win. Yeah. I don't, I, think there's, I don't think there's a team like that that's missing a quarterback. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. And I, 
all the hate of Aaron Rodgers aside, I actually think Aaron Rodgers is, and I'm probably being a dick here. I think he's a top 10 quarterback ever. And you can rank I was just going to say that. You can rank him a lot of places in that top 10, but his accolades in the postseason really diminish his actual career. And right now he's nothing, right? He needs to get a second Super Bowl if he wants to be re- really remembered for, for football, right? He's going to be re- remembered for everything, right? Because of the, the, the age we live in, um, he's got so many meme type things that's happened. Um, social media, he's boosted as a state farm commercials, right? He's going to be a celebrity forever, but I'm saying like to be really remembered as um, a Mount Rushmore type QB, he needs another Super Bowl. I don't know where he goes to get that. Um, unless, unless there's a, unless there's a team out there that's like secretly, you know, in the shadows saying we'll move on from our guy for Rogers. And it has to be like Tennessee, right? If that was one of them, I, I think that would help a lot. Uh, but I, that's the only one that I could think of that would even be in consideration. The Colts, you know, the, if they have something better than Wentz, maybe they're better. But I'm just like, mm, I, Green Bay is still as he he was he went all off about like they haven't got me enough help. Um, they don't have enough talent. They're a top five roster, right? I'd say they're right there with. Um, oh, and uh, the other team that I'd say for him is Cleveland. Now I don't think he wants to live in Cleveland. If that, if his reasoning is that he wants to get out of green Bay, I don't think you go from Wisconsin to Ohio, but if you're doing like top five rosters, right. I put Cleveland in there. I put the bills, the chiefs, the bucks, the Rams, and you have a, there's a, you know, you can, you could finagle a few teams additionally in there, but I think that's generally it right in the Packers, right. I didn't put the the Packers. So I think those are the six best rosters. I don't think there's many teams you can dispute or better. And Unless it's the Browns, I guess, right? There is no better roster for them, correct? Yeah, I'd agree. So, okay. I don't know what they do. Uh, we've talked only about what Aaron Rodgers will do. If I'm the Packers, I probably would want to move. They, they do want him back, right? Because they think the window's still open. I don't know. I would, I'd actually probably kick the, kick it, kick the tires with Jordan Love and see what he is at this point. Rodgers is 38. Uh, it's three straight. I've been the favorite and lost in, in the playoffs. And it's like, we, what is that? What is that? So I don't know. I don't think Jordan loves that good personally, but you kick the tires, I guess. That's what I'd say. Um, okay. Tampa. Now this is wild, right? If Brady retires, they're going to be a, if Brady retires, Gronk retires, Levante David probably retires. Uh, you're going to be rolling with Kyle Trask or Blaine Gabbard or, probably Kyle Trask, or you're going to get a, an older QB. That'd be funny if Rogers replaced Brady, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that happens. Is it? Uh, let me tell you. Let me show you it one Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that happens, but that would be funny. Um, I still think Brady comes back, so I'm operating under that, uh, that, uh, that cloud around me that says, please don't retire, Tom. And if he comes back, I think they can run it back again. Uh, Godwin, you probably want to keep Godwin sign up to a long-term deal. There are cap situations all over the place, but it really, again, it doesn't matter. They were able to do, let me look at their, actually, I want to look at the Bucks cap space because that's the, that's the one that actually is kind of perplexing to me. Bucks cap space, 2022. Um, here we go. They have, They have $22 million in cap space. Um, who are their free agents? 
let me see. Sorry about this. Do they have free agents? They had to have free agents, right? I don't know how you have zero. No, they definitely do. Who do they have signed? God, can I? Oh, here we go. Contracts, free agents, 2022. Okay, here's who they have. They have $22 million in cap space right now. Here are their free agents. Okay. Gronk, Fournette, Chris Godwin, JPP, Ryan Jensen. OJ Howard. OJ Howard's gone. God, I think they can keep these all these guys. They restructure some contracts, right? <laughs> that doesn't seem impossible. Nadamakan Sue, did I name him? Probably retiring. He's 35. Um, Jason Pierre Paul probably let him walk because he was he was bad this year, sadly. But Godwin, Jensen, Gronk, Fournette. You can keep those four. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I don't <laughs> I actually thought it was a lot worse. You have Carlton Davis also, who was their number one corner, but uh honestly what he did for that cooper cup touchdown the first the first touchdown of the game uh that was cuttable <laughs> i didn't run, just run by you wide open uh yeah okay wow i was actually worried about their their if they're bringing back back people but i think they're gonna be okay um okay yeah so if brady's back you run it back pretty much is what i would do oh yeah definitely uh, yeah, I don't think there's more that needs to be said. You don't need to do any big differences. I think they, you know, they were a play away from forcing overtime and they win this game. They are probably the favorites to make the Super Bowl and it'd be a pick them against the Chiefs in a, in a theoretical or a hypothetical matchup. Okay, the Bills. Bills, it's running back territory too, right? Yeah, I don't think there's anything they have to do. I um, would say if I had to, um, next year is the last year of Josh Allen not being on a huge contract. His, his cap hit next year is uh, 16 million. Then it jumps to 39, then 40, then 50, then 46. Uh, they'll restructure, I think, but like when it gets to, when it gets to 51 and, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you, if you, I would, I would probably just run it back this team again, one play away from making, being the favorite to win the Super Bowl or to win the conference. Uh, they're notable free agents. I'm going to bring this up too, just because I want to, because I would like to is whoops. How do I get there? Mola free agents. Okay. Their notable free agents are Jerry Hughes, old guy, Mario Addison, old guy, Emmanuel Sanders, old guy, Levi Wallace. They'll probably keep him. Um, that's it. Yeah. So they, they, they're right in position to run it back. Isaiah McKenzie too. You want to keep him. He was really good at the end of the season. Might be a little more expensive though. They have $10 million in cap space headed into next year. That's before any restructuring. I see right now, like a few players that they can cut instead of just looking at it where, yeah, they're going to be fine. They're right in the mix of things in the AFC going forward. I really believe that it's going to be these young QBs, right? 25 and under. 26 and under we're in, we're in a new era of football where it's crazy that you still have Rogers and Brady moving along, you know, going to be top two MVP vote getters, but it's where the new era is upon us. This is what I'm, is what it's looking like. You know uh, you have Stafford still playing, but Stafford's like 33 Garoppolo's like 29, but on the AFC, you have, you know, 25 versus a 24 year old or 26 versus a 24 year old. And 
Um, it just looks like that's the AFC. It's just going to be the conference of the young men and the NFC is going to be, you know, we got a little older people over here, but uh, <laughs> eventually they're going to still start drafting you too. Right. Um, exactly. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm very, I don't know. We still have a lot of football left, right? It's not like we still have <laughs> three games left. That's uh three games. I hate it. Uh, early feelings. So, okay. I'm going to give you an update real quick. We're going to not do, episodes uh we're not going to do a obviously we're not going to do a tuesday episode or a sunday episode next week right because that's during the bye going into the super bowl right we'll do the yeah. we'll do the tuesday, super bowl preview the tuesday before or the thursday before the super bowl so but yes uh so we're going to do our prediction episode this week and then take a week off but any early feelings on these games uh I like the Rams. If I had to only pick one winner, I'm picking the Rams. That's your favorite? Yeah. I agree. I think the Rams are um, – I think the Rams are – they've lost twice to, to the 49ers, but that end of that 49ers game, you had Debo hobbled. Trent Williams has a, has a bad ankle. Jimmy's all still screwed up. Um, yeah, the Rams – I think the Rams have to be the prohibitive favorite in that game. And then the Chiefs, God, I really, I want Joe Burrow to, to, uh, to surprise us and maybe he will, but I'm, 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 come on, Joey. Okay. That's about it. Did you, is there any other sports that you want to talk about? Any, any crazy things in soccer or anything? Hmm? Nothing crazy in soccer, really. Baseball still has its lockout. Uh, I don't start watching the NBA until the NFL season's over. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I just been paying attention to like baseball news because I really don't care about basketball. It's like the only thing to watch. Hockey's fun to bet on. I mean, yeah, Kraken won tonight, which is surprising. I've actually probably made more money off hockey than I have uh, NFL. Actually, NBA, NFL, I've still made the most. But I don't, hockey, I don't know why hockey. Like, yeah, I feel like that's probably what I should actually bet on. But yeah, I kind of stopped betting. Ooh, little bookie situation. <laughs> that guy sucks, man. I, I fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't have to ghost him this week. I ended up, I ended up up a little bit. Next week it's gonna be a ghost. I already know what I'm gonna do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll run it up. <laughs> yeah, you made a smart move, honestly. <laughs> um, but okay, I um, I almost made a dire mistake. I almost bet a lot of money on Bucks money line today. I bet a lot of money on Bucks money line. I'm talking like a substantial amount, so I'm happy I did not. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna. Yeah, maybe, maybe after. Actually, yeah. When that, when the Super Bowl is like over, that should be like playoff hockey, right? Playoff hockey starts around playoff basketball. Oh, does it? I feel like there's like not that many games left, but it starts in like April. Honestly, honestly, though, last year playoff hockey was a lot more fun than playoff basketball. Yep, I agree. I concur. I'm but probably okay. gonna go to a cracking game here soon because they're like somewhat affordable now. Wow, how about that? They're finally they're finally getting there. Yeah, I just I was like, I'm not paying two hundred dollars for nosebleed seats. If you wanted to parlay right now, just a, just a real quick one. If you wanted to parlay Chiefs Rams money line, that is plus. That's even odds. Even odds. I can see that legitimately happening. If you want to pick the Super Bowl, 
either Chiefs to feed Rams or Rams to feed Chiefs, you can get that at plus 220. Uh, Rams to feed Chiefs. It, but to win the Super Bowl, the Chiefs are now even odds. Rams are plus 170. San Fran's plus 400. Cincy's plus 600. No love for Joe Burrow. Plus one, even odds for KC. That's such an overrating. That's insane. That's insane. I don't care. Like, that's not good odds. Maybe I'll bet yeah. it, though, just in case. Just in case. I'll bet them all, honestly. I'll bet all, all four of them, <laughs> like Benny did. Um, I bet the over and the under. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's exactly what he did. He both, lost them both. both. Both covers. He lost them both because he live bet one of them. And so it ended up being a live line instead of the non-live line. And so he ended up losing both the over and under, the pregame one. I think I think I did that once when I first heard of it. And then I never did it again because I was like, like it could hit in the middle of those two. Yeah, he tried, yeah, exactly. I did that once as a beginner and he does that every week. Well, he's not the best. Okay. Well, that's it, Steve. Thank you so much. And we'll be back uh, with our picks for the conference championship games. I'm so sad Tom Brady's not playing. Please don't retire, Tom. Please. Come on, Tom. One more.